Okay. So last time we learned the first four ICS of the Mimer. Mm -hmm. And it was essentially a review of the Friedrich Rebbe's Mimer and explaining it. Um, pretty much that's about it. And mm -hmm. the two the two themes, the, the one theme of the first section so far is how, here's the big question. I think this, so I think I, I like to say this is right now the big question of the mind. What are the methods through which a person integrates God and godliness into their lives? Integrates it means that they practice it, it becomes real, it becomes like I use the word salient. Yeah. Okay, and there are in the mimer so far. The pre-decrab in the mimer show two ways. One way is with the help of Moshe Rabbeinu, with the help of a Mordechai, with the help of a leader who brings godliness to your attention, makes it salient for you, nourishes you with. And the second is with the help of Haman, in a sense, with the help of somebody who refuses and restricts your observance of mitzvot, your connection to God, prevents it and even endangers it to you, in a certain sense, prohibits it, conceals it, and you, in response to that, Rise up, refuse it, reject it, rebel, uh, 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 stand, reject, rebel against it, and thereby making your claim, connecting with, making godliness relevant, salient, and um, a part of your life. And these mm -hmm. are basically, in a sense, <clears throat> two extreme examples. Both of them, what they both have in common is that they are through outside uh, sources, outside resources are 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 are, are shepherding. That's the word. Shepherding your yeah. connection to God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the Rebbe ends off the mind. That's this section. Adal would suggesting that from the Rebbe, that from the Friedrich Mimer, it seems that there is an association between the two. There's an association right. between the 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 emuna, the connection to God that is nourished by Moshe Rabbeinu, and the emuna that is nourished by Haman. Okay, and that's mm -hmm. what we're holding here. Sif. Mm -hmm. Okay, Yesh <clears throat> Levarza. We could explain this. Apia Yidua, based on what it is known. This is This fact that a Jew believes, connects with God, with a simple, uncomplicated, pure faith, 
and they don't need it. They don't need it to be proven to them because mm-hmm. it is an intrinsic. It's because one of two reasons. In other words, in other words, a yid as a human being lives in a reality that doesn't function with divine aware with, with divine um with divine uh what is with divine what's the word inevitability mm. those are the environments where the where godliness is inevitable where there you see a, a direct correlation it is inevitable. The power of the sun is inevitable, because if the tree is in, does not have sun, it withers. So the presence of the sun is inevitable. The effect of the sun on nature is inevitable. It, you see it because it, it, it's 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 directly noticeable. With God, it's not that way. Right. Okay. To say it's, it's obvious. obvious. Yeah, the obvious. Yeah, the obviousness. Yeah, the obviousness. However, there's something unique about a yid. This is a, a, a sort of a principle in Hasidus that a yid, Jew, has an, a, an aware, a connection and, a, and a, an awareness of the divine. One that it is, uh, 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 um, one that it is in a certain sense natural, simple. And and inevitable, meaning to say, there's no need for it to be proven or justified, proven, mm-hmm. which is strange, because what does the yid have that, as a human being, he has that he or she has that connection to God. Which, in a certain sense, in some way, defies the human experience. So there are two reasons. There's two. There's two. There's two points why that's the case. <clears throat> One is lefisha mazlayu meaning to say, a yid has an ishama, has a soul, and this soul operates on two planes. One plane it operates in is on the plane of the human condition. It operates in the, within the human experience. The soul also has the capacity to operate in a space of uh, in a space that is in a space that is not defined or dictated by the human experience, including including the human uh, compu- uh, computing capacity, the human compu- capacity for rational ra- capacity for rational computing, and it, the, the neshama observes, experiences godliness. The the neshama sees on one plane, and that influences the, the neshama in how they 
in, in, in that as it operates within the human condition, within the human with the human computing power, in a way that God, God, and godliness is taken into account and is real. So, in other words, in other words, uh, we 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 operate in two on, on, in, we operate in, in two in two ways. One th- way we operate is in things that we experience directly, and we 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 we, we it, 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 they influence us, they move us. And then there are things we operate in. We don't. They don't influence us. They don't move us. But since we know it's there, we take that into account. So, for instance, um, I've never been to China, but somebody who has been there and has experienced it retells it to mm-hmm. me. So I operate in a way where, though I'm not experiencing it, I know that it's there, and I conduct myself accordingly. When you read something. When even even when you when you watch something but you, that you haven't personally experienced, but somebody is transmitting it to you, you you acknowledge its existence, and you conduct yourself accordingly, though you have not internalized, personalized, <clears throat> internalized it, mm-hmm. made it, although you've not you've not directly experienced it. In a certain sense, the neshama. There's an ashama as it operates within our computing power, within our within our human experience, within us, and there's the, the, the part of the neshama that also operates beyond it, outside mm. of it, and it and then it sees the godliness and it almost experiences godliness, and it in a certain sense reports back to the neshama and the goof that there is God, and therefore mm-hmm. the neshama and the goof up, operates. With it, with the with the understanding that God is God is God is real, Godliness is real, with with emuna. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's one reason how this works, how this uh, this natural emuna works. The another explanation. The shardash hanishama. Yisharish emuna. I'm sorry. Humeetzem hanishama. That the awareness, the acknowledgement, the acknowledgement of God is intrinsic or is, is an acknowledgement of self. The self, the etzim hanishama, the etchem hanashama is is an is an absolute direct is a, is its awareness of self is the awareness of the divine. Um, Let's read a little more. The Zash Atzamanashama Mukusheras Belikus is that the Atzamanashama. 
the, the self of the the self is bound is, is connected to Akus, he's kashus atmis. It's a it's a it's a it's a bond within self. It is not causal, it is intrinsic. Even not even some type of computing that is uh, some type of uh, observation that it is beyond human computing. In other words, mm-hmm. it's in a the 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 the, 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 the self of the yid, the neshama, is godly. In a certain, I'm trying to find sort of a metaphor for it. Um, think of it this way. Think of it this way. A, a, every human being, you're a, every human being, is aware of other people. They're aware of other people because they observe them. There's two human beings in the world that every person is aware of, but not because they observe them, <clears throat> because it is part of who they are. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist. That's your parents. You know about your parents. And your parents exist. Your, your connection to the parents is not a result of you anything you observed, but it's the fact that to exist, you cannot exist without having, well, you can't without having a, a father and a mother. It's just not biologically possible. Your awareness of your connection and your awareness to your to your, a human being to their parents is because it's because an extension. Be, be, it, it, it's part of my existence. Right. No, <clears throat> I ne- In other words. To see, to know that you have a brother, a sister, a cousin, a Mongolian, a Canadian, you have to learn about them. You have to observe them. You have to be instructed about them. And the, and that's how you that's how you become aware of them. That's how you acknowledge them. That's how you respond to them. Your parents. That nobody has to tell you that the fact that you exist is an indication that you have two parents. In a certain sense, that's our connection to the Hebrew. It's one that uh, for the neshama, the neshama is an extension of elikus of godliness. So the neshama, it's awareness of of, of godliness. It's an awareness of tough. In other words, it 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 itself is a demonstration. Of the existence of the divine, you ex- your existence is a demonstration that you have two parents. Mm. Make mm. sense? Yeah. Okay. you could say the mechilukim biurim. The difference between these two explanations, Anyanim, who the amuna banasham alubashes baguf. The awareness of the neshama that uh, that 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 is within the human experience, as a result of the neshama seeing from Maila, he is abstract, his distance. In other words, let, let's use this, this example: your 
awareness of 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 of, uh, of somebody on an island in Papua New Guinea because somebody else reported it to you. You acknowledge it's true. You acknowledge there's a person there. You read about it, maybe even seen it. But since it's being reported to you, you are not experiencing it for yourself. Your connection is abstract, distance, and not personal. Meaning to mm -hmm. say, what do you mean? What do you mean by what do you mean it's not personal? Meaning to say, meaning to say that it's it has not you have not found yourself within that person experience within that other person you are not you are you, your uniquenesses are not you haven't experienced it within yourself by yourself within your own space and therefore it's abstract it's distance There's a separation. Mm -hmm. It's almost like being on two uh, on two two planets and communicating with each other. And there now, the kibbutz and Hashem are the mile of the mile is lapsus. The chen plus of Hashem and the best because we can't smack him since the Hashem that's higher. Then, then higher than computing, higher than the human experience, uh, is in one space. Therefore, its effect on the neshama that is within the human experience, within the human computing computing space, it's distance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In order for the neshama, for the muna, the neshama that's enclosed in, in the body, tiabepimius should be personal. Personalized, individualized, connected. It's through revealing that the connection to God is actually intrinsic to to your being. Because the etzimanashama, the being of the neshama, not how the neshama operates, whether it operates within the within one space, the human experience, whether it operates beyond. Human experience. That's how it operates. It operates in two different spaces. Mm -hmm. But it's it's being it's it's being in a shama is equal whether it's in one space whether it's in another space. As just as it is that's in a shama of that's in a shama it's lamaylam aguf. Therefore. The moon of the neshama is mitzvah guf. It's mitzada who be kli miyusam. Meaning, in, in, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Meaning to say, meaning to say, like this. Let's take a minute to understand what does it mean kli miyus. What does it mean kli miyus? Be kli miyusa. It's an interesting word. Kli miyusa. Pnimiusa. Pnimius means 
Premius is is very is, is is restricted to the rules and the and the um and the and the and the, and the uh, limitations the character of that particular thing or person. The how it experiences it. The Etzim HaNeshama is not the premius of the Neshama. The Etzim HaNeshama is actually, in some ways, is 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 abstract. It's, it's the being. It's, it, it, it's who I am, but not what I'm doing. Premius mm-hmm. is what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, <clears throat> how, I, how I feel it, how I'm experiencing it. Etzim HaNeshama doesn't do. Etzim HaNeshama doesn't experience. Etzim HaNeshama is. It is that's the, the, the Neshama, the person, Independent of doing anything. Okay? The premius anashama mm-hmm. has to operate. Exists in the in the space of operation, of practice, of function, of experience. Atsama anashama actually doesn't 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 isn't present in that. It's not it, it does it's not expressed in that. It's expressed in just in just being in a certain in a silence. However, that point is here. The Etzim HaNeshama is present. The Etzim HaNeshama is present also in the in 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 the arena in the in the space of that of the Pimis HaNeshama in the practices and the experiences of the of of the Pimis HaNeshama. The Pimis HaNeshama is restricted. The Etzim HaNeshama is present within the restriction, though it's not the Etzim HaNeshama that's practicing. So there is still a mm-hmm. a, dis, a, a separation. In the sense that it's not the Etzim HaNashama that's, that's experiencing. It's the Primus HaNashama that's experiencing. But the Etzim HaNashama is present in the Primus. Hmm. That's important. He be Primi Yusa. The Etzim HaNashama is not the Primus HaNashama. The Etzim HaNashama is present in the Primus. Hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pizia Shlavar. In this we can explain. The association that points to Maimer. Meaning, what is that? Shain the Kasislamar, the idea of Kasislamar, the idea of when you're when you're restricted, when you're when you are concealed, when you're crushed, when you're in a state of Haman. That's when the more that's when the, the essence of the light comes out. follows and relates to the the moon that comes from Maisha Rabbeinu, the two points of the Maimon that the, the Rebbe is trying to connect at the end of Sivdal. Right. What's the connection? It's like this. The way that Maisha exposes and nourishes the Muna that it should be internal, it's actually was giving a noob shot here. A noob shot here. Earlier, we learned in Sidgimel, we learned that how is Maisha nourishing Emuna by making it salient? That's how he's mefarnished Emuna. Now, the Rebbe is saying, actually, Maisha Rabbeinu does something different. He does, he actually, he exposes the, he, he brings, he brings forward. The idea that a neshama, the value of a neshama is its 
mere being and existence and the greatness of the neshama, regardless of how it operates, whether it operates in, in a way of primius, whether it operates in a way of makif, regardless of how functional the neshama is, its mere mm-hmm. existence is of an extraordinary value. It's, it, it is the, its entire value. The etzema neshama, just the fact that you are a yid, the fact that you have a neshama makes you extraordinary. That is the, the etzema neshama. Regardless of what you do, what you do, mm. that's what that what that's the shot of Moshe is done with finest. Moshe nourishes the Muna. He nourishes the Muna mm. that is a, that that is. So earlier then we thought Moshe brings makes the Muna premiers by speaking to you about God, by speaking to you about godliness, by bringing forward to bring it to your attention, bring it to your salience, bring it to to your forefront what God is about, and then you buy into it, and then you start practicing. It and sure. incorporating into your into into your into your experiences into your yet your into your premiums. Now they're mm-hmm. saying another 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 actually something more. Moshe Rabbeinu, not, not negating the previous one, he's bringing up another point. And Moshe Rabbeinu also nourishes the Muna to for it to be the premiums from a different in a different way that that the um, that, that the etzimah neshama, in other words, the fact that you are a yid, the fact that you have an officially kiss, that is valuable. That is the most valuable thing. And that is present in everything you do. Hmm. Everything you, hmm. you do. In everything you do, it's present, this, this etzimah neshama. Because it's, So that's Masha Kasu Kasi Islam are. And the, so, it's, so it seems like, wait, that the Kasi it brings you to the Mar is the repression that brings you to the, to the essence, to, to the being. Mm-hmm. Seems like the Kasi is what does it, not Maisha Rabbeinu. Haman does it, not Maisha Rabbeinu. So he answered, explained to Kiyikir Hagilu the Etzim Anashama Mar who binyan Amishiras Nefesh. When do you notice the, this Etzim Anashama? In other words, is the fact that the being of the Nesham is when the practice is prohibited, when the practice is dangerous and harmful. So then. You don't experience the joy. You don't experience the liveliness. So then what, what is motivating to do the term mitzvah to feel connected to Hashem? The fact that I can't, there's no alternative. It's my being. Right. Which is, which which comes, which emerges in the arena of Mesiris Nefesh. Sheikh was managalus. That happens mostly in the time of Golis could come on. That's mm-hmm. the big point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the the first the first time we learned this together, um, I feel like this point I did not, um, I didn't. I maybe I maybe I it just it didn't settle with me. Like I just kind of I didn't appreciate it. I feel like I have a um, it's, I'm noticing it a bit differently this time going through. Um, what, what what particularly are you referring to? 
I mean, in the, you know, starting or like giving these two kind of these two points, you know, the and then we have this point about the Etzman Hashama, like there's a, I was also thinking this earlier in like the, the mushroom you were trying to give of like someone in, in like, you know, in Papua New Guinea, who I have like an idea of, you know, like, cause I heard about them um, and that they're there versus like, let's say that like that person on Papua New Guinea is like my mother, right? Like there's, it's like that person is me in a way. And so it, it seems like there's, uh, an incredible difference, a, a huge distance between those two, a huge distance. And yet, at the same time, we're now saying that 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 kind of, although, although there's that distance, um, there's a, like this kind of subtle closeness that uh, that kind of penetrates through all the way down from the etzim and the shama. Yeah. So I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I I think I got caught up with the distance or the not have that kind of interplay to see that how that kind of comes comes together yeah 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 and, and, and this last point is going to be further developed in the mind this last right 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 that i remember but I, I feel like i didn't appreciate this I, I, by the way i didn't either <laughs> i didn't either so i'm L. Yeah. That's the beauty of learning a mimer, particularly because each time you you notice new new nug, new themes, mm-hmm. new nuggets. Vayinu. How does this work? <clears throat> How what's the interplay between Mesiris Nefesh and Meisharabim? Vayinu. Zesha Amuna di Yisrael Beifin Shu Meisar Nafshelza. This that. The imuna of a yid is one shumay synopsis. The fact that God's existence is one is so important that when when being required to reject it for a person, it's also it's a rejection of their existence, and therefore they're mm-hmm. willing to give the life for it. Because it is their life that's being taken away when they're being asked to reject godliness, to reject God. That's Atzimanashama. It's not, even, even the word in a certain sense, Mesir Snefesh, doesn't really capture it. You're not, you're, not, you're not sacrificing. When a person is, when you're being asked to deny God, you're you're in a you are being asked to deny yourself. So it, it, it's almost like an inevitability. Right. So, so and that is Atamanashama. Now Atamanashama meaning it's a part of the Shama that is not functional. Functionally, as far as the experientially, it's it's possible to argue that you shouldn't be Raisin Nefesh. Because you'll stop being able to experience the divine, right? Or if you can't experience the divine, then it's not—it's not worth a worthwhile experience to commit to. Only because of the fact that godliness is—you—you are an extension of God. Like the parent, like like your existence is inevitable because of God. Like the, like the child whose existence is inevitable because of their parents. That's something you can't deny. 
you can't undermine. The moon mitzad zeshuraya maslayu chazem. The muna that is as a result of observing agam shivatein, even though it's powerful, it is it is there's a certainty that kedua di samtus from sadar hariya, he samtus gdele biyosin that the certainty that comes from observing is 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 a powerful of certainty. Mikomakim, nonetheless, even shemuna shalei mitzad siba, since his Awareness is a result of a cause, meaning to say that he observed it. It didn't emerge from within yourself, it's not part of your being. It's not inevitable. That you will you will you will suspend your life as a result. Mm-hmm. This that the, the the awareness of a yid, of God, is in a way is in a, to the degree that he's willing, or she's willing to suspend their life. Because godliness is his life, or her, her life. It who's he or she is. It's inevitable. It's impossible. That you will deny it or reject it. Hmm. So that's why, in a sense, that it's not moister in the sense that you even have a choice in the matter. It's right. an inevitability. So, therefore, Rapiza, so he explains here further what it means that that the about the amuna that comes mitzad um, that comes from etzman Shama and its association with mysterious nefesh. So, so in in Sifay, in Sifay, he explained that the Etzman Hashama is present in the premiers, present in the experience, in the right. And now he's okay. And then he said that that is what Moshe provides, but he provides it primarily. It's apparent that that providing is apparent mostly in the time of Golos. Why? He's mm-hmm. going back and pointing out that in time of Golos, when the Viserus Nefesh is when the Etzman Hashama becomes most becomes 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 uh, becomes apparent. That's mm-hmm. when it that's when it becomes actually that's when it, it starts in a sense functions, where where where, where it kicks in. It's like that system that kicks in under those circumstances. What it says in the Maimer. That that this that Moshe being the, the the nourisher or the the shepherd of faith, applies to also the leaders of every generation. the extension of Moshe of any generation. that they strengthen that the amuna of yidin that the awareness of the yid of godliness. that they will. Uh, stand with Mr. Snafish, became a termitzis for observance of termitzis. That's what he says in the Maimon. Mm-hmm. So the Rebbe is going to point out, Luchur is seemingly what it's not a fear, it's not, it's not, a, it's not an appropriate association. Why? How did Meshra bring nervous faith, awareness of God, 
We said, and we mentioned that in reference in the Gimel. How what is Meishu? The Meishu was a teacher. He mm-hmm. gives people awareness, give the Yidden awareness and knowledge, salience of godliness. And and therefore the Muna, their awareness of God becomes personal. And the, and that the way the leaders of the, the, the leaders of the generation and uh, nourish, strengthen the awareness of God. explained in this mimer. Is that the muna, that the awareness of God should be should be to the degree that you're willing to suspend your life, which is in a certain sense it's even it's, it's even opposite. Meishir Abenu mm. gives you uh, gives you God to experience God to, to to connection to God within your experiences. Ma'arachai mm. is awareness of God to suspend your experiences, to suspend your existence. But but actually, there is an association and a very important one. And it's like this. They're actually the main function of is the fact that he he creates, nourishes the awareness of God. The Amuna itself. Meaning to say that it should be an awareness of a God not because of experiences, extraordinary observation. And then reports it down to the how we into our human experience, human space. Rather, that the amuna, that the awareness of God should be an awareness of self. That the awareness of that the self emerges from godliness. From God. Hmm. That's the type of emunah that Amish Rabbeinu creates. In other words, the Rebbe is taking, taking the idea, in a certain sense, the Rebbe is, is now redefining the role of Amish Rabbeinu using the Friedrich Hebe's Mimer as a springboard to, 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 to explain it. The fact that the Friedrich Rebbe mm-hmm. is making this association right. between Amish Rabbeinu and the and 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 the Mordechai Spashusha delay, for the Rebbe that, that association is an indication that it, it, it's it's not it's not about it's not about before learning the Rebbe you think that that the, the idea the association between Moshe Rabbeinu and Mordechai is that Mordechai is uh, is like Moshe Rabbeinu. That's the point. That even even Mordechai is like, like a Moshe Rabbeinu mm. of his generation. Rebbe is re- saying no. Mordechai, in a certain sense, is redefining our understanding of Meishu Rabbeinu, of the role of Meishu Rabbeinu. Mm. That's extraordinary. Sheikir inyan derayim mehemnu zeshu zanu afanas amunu atma shemunu tiyalerak meishib mitzata giluyim mitzadzeh shanesham asher ma'ilu reikol mitzadzeh shanesham mitzadzeh. Now, going back, so if, that, if the main if Meishu Rabbeinu main function. Is is as Mordechai did it, 
וזה השומר שממשיך את אמונה בפנימוס, בדס והסוגה, היא תצא מזה שזו נופל את אמונה עצמה, המשכת גילוי, אמונה כמו שמצאת את אמונה שלמה. In fact, for Moshe Rabbeinu, where did, how did it, what was the appearance, or how was the expression? How did it, how, what did it look like that the Neshama, that for, for his generation, that the Amunah comes from that Etzema Neshama, that the, that connection to godliness comes from within the self, our own, our own existence? By having greater awareness of godliness. By having God in such great salience, such great knowledge, such great intimacy. Mm-hmm. But how did that occur? Not because Meish Rabbeinu explained godliness to us, explained to us how to experience it, but by making us aware that God, we are an extension of God, and we are one with God, and we are, and, 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 and it's our, our being is inevitable is inevitably an indicator of God's existence um as you said earlier as we said earlier and this is just not okay. Ah, he's saying it even more here. There's two ways to 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 become to, to bring God to, to to operate to, to, to operate within a, with um to function, to think, to behave with with a, with um uh, an awareness of God and a salience with God being salient. God being at the core of your attention. One is to explain to you how extraordinary God is. One is to make you aware of God, to make you understand God, to make you understand godliness, to make you understand the presence of godliness in your life, in the world, so you understand that the tree is because of God, that you exist because of God, so to make God bigger, or God more, bring God down to you. That's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it is actually going within you and telling you that within yourself there's a part of God and that you are you are actually making you aware that God that your existence is an indi- is an inevitability of God's existence. And that you and God, Elimism is one. And God is one. Your etzim anashama, your being, is, is a result of the being of God. So it's from within yourself. And inevitably that will spill out into your practice. Right. I'm not right. going to, I can't can explain to you the greatness of God. I'm just going to explain to you, I'm going to make you aware of the inevitability of God. In your life, in your existence. And then, and and, and it will, that will spill into your practices, into your thinking. So it's from within. You or, 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 or you know, to use to use another to use another example. Use the example with parents. 
I could explain. I could, you you can nourish a relationship with 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 your parents by understanding how how great they are, how much they've done for you, what role they play in their life. In in your life, that's one way. And then you 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 behave in a way that 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 reflects that and appreciates that, and honors that. Another way to explain to you is that you would not exist without them, and your existence is a result of them. You're ex they're in, within your existence. They're within you. That's who you are. What that in that case, that almost rolls as spills over into saying, okay, that I want to live that way. Mm. I'm live live mm -hmm. live according to that, because that's who I am. That's another that's another approach. Meshar right. Benu's approach was the second was the second approach, even though the way it's practiced was by feeling the greatness and the appreciation. But it emerged from within, not from without. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. About Pisa Yashlema. The Zeshiba Jedis Shutsukul and Messias Nepheter Pile, his Kura Isola is Pashtusa, the Mesha Samuel Isol Shutia be Messias Nepheter, Nizgala in the Rai the Hamlet being in Zer, adjacent Mesha Atman. In a certain way, in some way, in the in the time when there was suspension of life necessary or practiced, when Messias Nefesh practiced, in a certain sense, then it became more evident the role of the Meshur Abenu of nourishing the, the the awareness of God from within, from the self, more mm -hmm. even than it was apparent by Meshur Abenu. is most apparent when you're actually suspending your life because of of um, because of God because of God. Mm -hmm. Here it demonstrates that your life, that your being is godly, is God. And therefore, when that's challenged, you're, you, you, you're suspending your, your existence. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? So, 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 so. There's like, like this journey over there. I took us on in the last two seasons. <laughs> no, really, because we start because you know in in, in Siv Gimel we were introduced to Meshra being nourishing and Muna. Okay. In Siv Hey, we explained that we we we, we redefined. Um, we redefined what nourishing and Muna means. That it's not providing awareness of God; it's actually providing awareness. Of the self. It's not teaching about God, how great God is, making God's own. It's actually teaching how, who you are and that your being and godliness is one from within. Mm -hmm. That's Moshe's role. And uh, when um, it takes on 
different appearances. In the times of Meshach Rabbeinu, it took on the appearance of more greater awareness of God. In the time of Mordechai, took on the, awareness, the appearance of mysterious nefesh. And in fact, in fact, in, by Mordechai, in mysterious nefesh, that type, the, the, that type of connection is most apparent, is more apparent. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's basically a summary. Dini Yadua? No. Sharon, Sharon, Snapper, Bipoil. Like the Sharon, Snapper, Bipoil. Alteramitis. Alteramitis. So call Yisrael of all Yidden. When they actually were Messiah Snapper, to observe Alteramitis, I see a Purim. Particularly with Mang Zeres Haman. Haman provided that. So I'm serious enough the Hanukkah was Mang Zeres Yava and the Messiah Snapper, the Kurna Hanukkah, which was when. The Greeks decreed Haisabikar Matisho Banov was mostly practiced by Matisho and his children. But I'm a serious In time of Haman, all the Jews, all the Jews practiced Mr. Snapshot because all of their lives were endangered. Endangered. In time of, 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 of Hanukkah, the life no, no one was endangered except for those who endangered their lives. The fact that it was by all Jews, we could explain Mashu by Maimon and Medrash. By spreading the Medrash and the Maimon from the Medrash, Shemarda had a shock over there to Kamesha with it. Mesha was equal to Mesha. Mordechai was equal to Mesha. And that the Medrash uses Mordechai as an example. Dagam, she is Pashusha de Meshu, beholder, even though the extension of Mesha exists in every generation. When Kama come Isa with Medrash, Medrash said Shemardechai Dakhla, particularly Mordechai. He's the one that was equal to Meshach. The Shlemer. Why is my, why was Mordechai used as the example? Shemal the Mordechai. What made Mordechai unique? Who shuhu hayaraya mehemnas begilu shall call Yisrael to that. He was the the obvious leader of his entire generation. All the Jews at that time. In that way, he was similar to Meshach. Meshach also nourished divine awareness. Is our entire generation. The entire generation is called the generation of knowledge because Mesha nourished them with knowledge. With mm-hmm. nourished became the his the 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 uh, his uh, his nourishment of of godliness. Was apparent in the knowledge, the weir- the awareness of that generation. Mordechai that became apparent. that his generation practiced. we could add. This time the Medrash brings the name of Mordechai. It brings that Mordechai was similar to Mesh in his generation. And the rabbi is saying how there's a pasuk balamaymeres hadin the the pidyk rabbi was ruling regarding himself. He is the apparent shepherd and leader of all the Jews of this generation. In other words, his responsibility and his uh, his commitment and his role is one that is universal to the entire generation of all Jews of that generation. Now we're going to tie it up. Mm-hmm. We could explain. We could explain the order of the Maimon. 
The beer of Pasuk Vata the Tabba. Coming back to the beer of the Pasuk Vata the Tabba. Shabbatchila Mibaris Apirus Tabbat Tabbas Menestral. Beginning, he opens up and explains Vata Tabbas Menestral is that Meshu Makashu Machavis Menestral in Marin Sir. The Mesha connects Yidin. Ideza Shuzan upon his moon by nourishing faith, Muna. Then, Mibaris Shagam Raisal Shabbachol Dirty, but Susan made him a Haskin of Muna Dissal, Meshu Shabbatchila. Then he goes on to explain that the, that the leader of every generation, that he strengthened their connection to God to, to be committed to observance of term and learning of learning of term observance of mitzvahs. That's the second point. And then he explains the kasis lamar. That is seen referring that in the passage that's referring to Maisha, Kizash Maisha Magala, Pinas Hamar de Yisrael, Etzaman Shama, Ubika Aydeis, Pashusha Lishes Managolus, causes her to be so Kachmishlaf, and there's a who we could give Etzaman Shama. Basically, basically, just the order of the Maya first, Maisha, first we introduced to Maisha Benu as the nourisher of faith, of Imuna, mm-hmm. awareness of God. Then we introduce to Mordechai. Okay, now Mordechai the, brings out the connects the Muna through Mesiris Nefesh. Then we bring the idea of Kasis that is brought, that is discussing regarding Moshe Rabbeinu, that the Kasis reaches the Mar to point out that when does Moshe come? When is Moshe's role? When does the way Moshe nourish Amuna? Come more, most apparent in the time of Mordechai, in the time of Golus, in the time of Mitzir's Nefesh. Because the Amuna mm-hmm. that Moshe Rabbeinu nourishes is the Amuna of Etzim Right, right. Okay, so in other words, the, the, the order of the, what the Rebbe is doing over here is saying that the order of the mimer is teaching us ideas that weren't even written in the mimer. Hmm. The mimer right. says that Moshe nourishes the Muna through faith. Mordechai nourishes the Muna through Mitzvah's Nefesh. But the order of the mimer and the include and, and the and the placing of the teaching of Kasis after the teaching of Moshe Mar- and Mordechai is a, is to teach us this whole idea that the type of a Muna that Moshe is nourishing is the Muna that comes there. That is present in Mitzir Snefesh, the moon of Emetim on Okay? Mm. So, what here, yeah. what we have here is, it's it, obviously this idea is a Rebbe's idea. But he's found, he, he's bringing, it's emerging from the mimer of the Friedrich Rebbe. Now, now, in a certain sense, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is this is my uh, personal observation. What we learned in this section here, hey and above, is basically what the Rebbe did for for forty plus years. Mm. The Rebbe made made people live, brought people to live and connect to God. Not so much by by bring them to understand godliness and to experience godliness, but actually to make them aware. Of their, who they are, what it is to be a yid, 
and that being a yid is 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 an inevitable connection to God, and through that, he brought them to live more Jewish lives. That's the type of emunah that the Rebbe nourished. The Friedrich Rebbe nourished by telling stories, teaching chassidus, Messias Nefesh was, in a certain <coughs> sense, through, you know, through through getting people to to, uh, to to appreciate godliness more. Teaching more about godliness. And as soon as the Rebbe did that too, sure. But the main thing that the Rebbe did was point out what it means to be a Yid. And how every Yid is connected to God regardless of what they know, what they don't know. And, and, and that, uh, that, uh, that applies to the Yid who knows nothing and equally applies to the Yid who knows everything. That their connection to the God is independent of their, of their knowledge. It's their being. And once you have that awareness, then behave accordingly. Right, right. Now for the yeah. Rebbe, for the Rebbe, it wasn't his Kiddush, the Rebbe says it, it comes from the Friedrich Rebbe. So he draws from the teaching of the Friedrich Rebbe this idea, but it's essentially Rebbe's idea, drawn from the Friedrich Rebbe. Okay. Okay. In a certain sense, Kambinishla. The mimer is over, in the sense that the idea is the, 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 the idea is fully explained. Mm. It's a, we have we have a clear, a coherent thesis here. But Deborah is going to point out a question. It's our Kulahavin. According to this explanation, the connection to Kasis Lamar, and after the Tzabe, that Moshe, the Zeshim Moshe, is Basushalish, Beholder, Makash, Machab, Israeli, Merinzer. That Moshe and his extension are the ones that connect God with Erinzer. Kasis Lamar, Kasis Lamar. Is, 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 is the type of amuna that Moshe Rabbeinu was mamshich is, is an amuna the type of amuna that comes to parent in Kasis Lamar amuna mm-hmm. right? fine but the pasuk as in a continuation from the granted in the mind Kasis Lamar comes after Moshe but in the pasuk, it comes after the ikhulecha shemen zayichzoch. What's the idea of ikhulecha that I should bring to you? The union of ikhulecha is she yisroma b'yishanim lemoshe. That the yid bring oil. That means she yisroma sivens stasis erba moshe. That yid and give something to moshe. Move over the LC of beis b'maimer. So now, what's the connection between kasis lamaar and v'yikhulecha? Right. Okay. This is a new question. That doesn't even, that's not even mentioned in the mimer of the Friedrich mm-hmm. Rebbe okay, in any yeah. way, shape, or form. And now what we're going to have moving forward, the next section is section part three of the mimer, which is in a certain sense a whole new mimer. The Rebbe is going to explain things that are not based on any mimer of the Friedrich Rebbe or anybody else's, anybody else's mimer. It's original. Mm-hmm. But this question is sort of the opening into, into that. Right. This is right. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so,
Yeah. I mean, I'm also kind of just thinking about, um, you know, what, what came to mind also what you were talking about, like how when you were talking about Civ Hay and Vav, was like what, like, like this is kind of what the Rebbe lived in a way. Um, also, I, I was thinking about how, you know, people always say that the Rebbe was also very, um, very demanding in a way. And um, it's it's kind of interesting to see this, like, you can kind of see it when this is this perspective that one is coming from. That's that's almost kind of where that demand comes from. If this is what, if this is where the, the you know, the Maishra of our generation is, is is coming from and, and trying to reveal from within ourselves this connection, right? This, this, then, of course, the, the demands will be unbelievable, right? Um, because, tell me more, color that. It, it's, 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 I mean, it's just a reflection of the depth of which he's trying to, to, to get at within each person. It's not just to say that you are like, you are, you know, um, there's something expected of you, so you should do it. Or, you know, you want to be a good person or you want to live up to this standard. You, you ought to do that. But like going down to your very essence and your very being, these, this is how you, you have, this is how you, you have to live, not because you should live in accordance with something, but because that's who you are. And that's, that's your being. Brilliant. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a phenomenal insight. So it just takes it kind of both ways though, as someone like, you know, in maybe trying to understand the Rebbe's perspective, like, and and then also being on the receiving ends of those demands. That's also, you know, like both kind of two, um, the first one I want to go to is like scary viewpoints in a way, but, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's awesome in the sense, not awesome, like the, you know, colloquial way we use it now, but, you know, in like, like the biblical all. sense of awesome. Yeah, right, right. Like all, like, wow. Right, right. That's kind of, yeah. That's a very, very, very good insight. It's a very, very good insight. In that sense, the Rebbe wasn't, wasn't, wasn't demanding for the sake of the man. The Rebbe was demanding because he was trying to reach something really deep. Trying right. to, yeah. spoke about that. That was a theme of his. When you speak mm. about the Rebbe, this idea that the Rebbe sort of wanted to tra- transform us uh, by demanding. He brought some example from physics. Sort of when you put a pressure on something, you 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 create a new energy as a result. Um, mm. But 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 the point being, yes, he wanted to reach something so deep within us for us. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Right. <clears throat> okay. Okay.